Hey modders, welcome to another installment of the Modcast, the weekly podcast from ModDB.com, filling you in with all the news, uh, but not this week, we're not doing releases because there's nothing really notable to talk about this week, unfortunately. My name is Dave Traeger, I'm the media editor here on ModDB.com, joining me as always is Ryan Anderson, the executive editor for the same site. We have Brian Hello. from Zombie Panic Source, and we have Steve from Age of Chivalry. Hey guys, hey, how you doing? Good. So, uh, as mentioned before, this week uh, there's nothing really to talk about in the recall section. It's been a pretty slow week. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's pretty slow. <laughs> it's been a crazy week for us, our team anyway. Two weeks, I guess. Yeah, we'll get to that later. I played uh, your guys' uh, beta build, so I don't, I don't know what you call it. Is it playtest build or is it internal dev? I guess it would be internal development build. The dev build. Yeah, build. testers build, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So we'll talk about that later. But before we move on to that, uh, we just wanted to kind of make this episode all about kind of Mod of the Year's, Mod of the Year awards, and uh, talk about the stuff that's been released so far and um, what uh, people can expect for Player's Choice and mm-hmm. stuff like that and how and kind of the direction that we were taking with this year's awards and, uh, you know, moving on from there. So let's just uh, get started with it, shall we, Ryan? <laughs> what should we cover first? Uh, I think we should <laughs> we should go from the get-go and, you know, maybe tell people about the decision-making process that we did for the editor's choice and all that okay. sort of stuff. I mean, well, I mean that makes yeah, sense, right? Yeah, the editor's choice this year um, was a lot different than, than last year. That's uh, right little bit of history um behind like you know the mod db staff we are still a very small operation it's just you know a handful of people running the site both the back end and the content side of stuff so you know we're constantly busy with things but uh last year uh for mod of the year awards i was just brought on and scott just you know he's like okay yeah you're hired uh, here's one of the year, and you just you know <laughs> dumps thanks, it all. Bye. Like, here you go, have fun. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, so that was that. And you know, I had like maybe two weeks, two weeks, maybe three weeks to get everything together. That's that's including like contacting mod teams and getting footage from them, and and then on top of that, organizing editor's choice. Yep. Um, he did a pretty good job though by himself, so. <laughs> which was yeah a little bit stressful. But this year, uh, you know. Uh, after, you know, kind of having that trial by fire through Mod of the Year year last year, I knew what to expect for this year, and that way I could uh, structure things a little bit better. In other words, uh, he uh, made me do the video work, which is fine. I like doing that. (laughs) Dave did a lot of the video work, and, you know, it looks great. Um, And he's done a really good job with that. But it also meant that, uh, you know, with Dave coming on and, uh, and Mark coming on, um, we, it, it opened up a lot of discussion, uh, since we were, since, you know, Dave came on in what, February? Yeah, like, February. On. That's when I started so, doing some f- so, free So, I mean, work, we've so. been here for most of the year, so we've kind of seen everything that's come through the site. And, you know, Mod of the Year awards have always, from my perspective, been, you know, what's, what's been big in the ModDB community. I mean, there's, there's other mods out there that are, that are, are pretty notable, but if if they're not involved in the community, if they don't start a profile, then you know um, it's it's for people who who use the site actively and make their profiles on there. 
yeah, we had a chance to, to, to organize a discussion and actually talk about these mods and the categories. And as a result, we came up with seven categories, which is, you know, a big jump from any of the editor's choice uh, in in previous years. Actually, we should probably tell them how big it was going to be beforehand. Well, yeah, well, I'll get to that a little <laughs> bit later. But um, seven categories with five nominees each. You're looking, you know, you, so that's 35 mods, um, footage for all those mods, and um, and just narrowing down the results was, I mean, both Dave and I had some... <laughs> Had some heated discussions about which should win which. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of close calls, but uh, as a result, I think you guys will be happy. I mean, so far there hasn't been too many complaints about uh, editor's choice. People are happy with the results, and uh, you know I think you guys will enjoy the rest of the, the results. But um, yeah, there was it was originally supposed to be ten ten videos, ten yep. awards. We actually trimmed it down, and. Uh, and and what you see is what we have uh, in the list right now. Um, reason for that is basically, as I said before, ModDB is a very small operation, and uh, you know we try and cover as many mods as possible. But at the end, you know there there are some that fall by the wayside, and there are you know the RTS communities, uh, some smaller RPG mods. I do get get on the site. There's a lot of combat sim mods, you know, freelancer and all that. Unfortunately, we haven't really tapped into those communities ourselves. So as editors, you know, we didn't have the the competent enough coverage to to accurately uh, judge those categories. So in the end, we actually had to cull some of those awards, and it, it was a decision that we had to make. In order to you know focus on on quality rather than quantity, and so that's why we did that this year. Um, so I mean there was an RTS award, but we ended up uh, phasing it out, and uh, and hopefully it'll be in next year. Because I mean the whole point was to actually you know it, it's it's a slow growth process, and I mean this year there's seven editors' choice awards. And next year, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, we will get the full 10, maybe even more. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we're, we're also, I mean, if, if anyone, anyone is, is out there in the RPG, RTS, you know, modding communities. Um, Ryan's that looking would like, for a partner. I'm looking, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for volunteers like yourself, like when you came on in February and you were like, you know, really avid about mods and really willing to get into it. Um, I wouldn't say we're actively looking, but I mean, if if there's someone that's de- that dedicated out there that you know is willing to to concentrate on you know RTS mods and stuff like that, or just another sector that mod DB doesn't generally cover, then that's something that we would appreciate. Yep. And uh, you know, welcome them onto the team. But but for the most part, like I'm really the only one that pays attention to uh, RTS modding. Uh, RTS mods on ModDB and like you know from the from a staff point of view and uh, you know it's it's n- it's not enough um, there needs to be a discussion about what the actual best mods are I mean I have a few favorites which I won't won't name <laughs> but uh, yeah there needs to be a balanced opinion I think and I mean the results of that balanced opinion, you know, having multiple points of views and choosing these mods, you see in the in the current editor's choice 
awards and the categories that have been revealed. Well, so, uh, uh, one thing, Ryan and Steve, what do you guys think about what's been revealed so far? I I love it. I think uh, the current list of uh, titles that are being put out right now um, definitely are deserving of the you know the nominations. And uh, really excited to see what's going to come down with uh, upcoming indie for sure. I think you'll be surprised. I think everyone will be surprised with that one actually. So Uh, I'm really happy. Curse one. Uh, Curse looks fantastic. Can't wait to play it. Uh, looking for an early build. Hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we yeah, were promised uh, early preview, so you might have a, you know some video from that. Yeah. Release. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, what do you think? I mean, uh, Age of Chivalry got nominated for Best Art Direction, and yeah, so you didn't win, but what? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, do you think? That's, uh, <laughs> this was mentioned on the podcast as well, but. I'm just curious, like, what goes through the uh, process of picking um, the winner for best original art direction in a total conversion? I mean, you guys are comparing sword sword graphics with car graphics and, and cyberspace uh, graphics and modern and zombie it. graphics. Thing. Well, for me personally, it was, you know, there's we we see quite a lot of mods. Like, we see a ton of mods come and go on moddb.com and. You can definitely tell apart the ones that have put in the hard yards into actually making a mod into a total conversion. And the, the, the original naming for this award was Best Original Art Direction. But that didn't make sense because, you know, um, you can have an art direction that still uses assets from a previous game or something along those lines. But Best Original Art Direction in a total conversion means that to qualify, you have to be able to change everything from the engine, and so, uh, so we're 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 referring to original, not in total, in sort of like you know it's uh hasn't been seen before, yeah. but original in that you know the whole all the art that you see yeah. has been created by a team, so it's it's all completely original. It's their own. It's not so basically whoever could take the engine and then make something that was the least related to that, like basically rip everything out and recreate everything. That's right. Um, like yeah, people, that's that's probably well, I mean, a very dumbed down version of what it is. But yeah, just ripping it out and creating something from scratch, I think, and having having a really that doesn't focused, resemble the original at all. Like well, for example, Dystopia is a really focused art direction. The same with Killing Floor. You know, Dip Rip right. has a very focused art direction. The Delta Sector has a very focused art direction. It's like the game itself that we the, the mods itself that we picked were the ones that we thought were most deserving of this award because of the fact that they set out to make a world to make an environment to make a theme and they they stuck with it entirely and all the way through and they haven't deviated from that plan and now looking at those mods in their finished almost finished product or finished product you can see that these guys have put in a ton of work and we wanted to make an award just for those guys you know and that's what that that's how that one was birthed basically I think Delta Sector is awesome. I don't uh, dispute the decision at, at all. I've oh, as soon as you jump into Delta just Sector, curious as to uh, what as, vision. Yeah, I mean, the first time I played the Delta Sector, I was thinking, oh yeah, it's just another jungle stuff. But you get in there, the first thing you notice is that you can't see the enemies because they are camouflage, and 
when we say camouflage, it's like you hear people walking around and stuff, but you can't see them, but they could be right in front of you. Like, it is really that cool. Like, I don't know how he did it, but he did a fantastic like job. No, uh, it's not like they're invisible. Yeah. It's like they just got, like, they blend with the, with the you know, the jungle and the camouflage and all that sort of stuff. It works really well and yeah, something along those lines. Like somewhat just, more of a tactical shooter than Far Cry ever was. But, uh, I mean, besides that, there's there's a ton of, like, weather effects and making it, uh, you know, a temperate location as opposed to a tropical location that's a huge undertaking like making all those trees and and like far cry you can't even rotate the trees so like there's there's special things that you had to do with the engine just to like uh there's there's a lot of like new tech that he kind of implemented himself and the other thing it's it's, it's almost i think the majority of the mod is made by one guy isn't it something along those lines yeah i'm, I'm sure he had uh, uh, contributors but i mean the other reason why i mean for us it was it was very close in a lot of the categories and a lot of people like maybe you guys can tell us this in in terms of you know because you guys are involved in mods but do you have any interest in seeing like a ranking from one to five is it really that important to you a lot of people are like well which one came in second place i mean for us we choose a winner and that's the winner and and it's kind of just like you know either you won or you didn't uh, and and nominees could be all considered as a second you know a second place tie or something like that. But we we didn't have I any think... interest in like in like looking at the fine points and saying okay, well this mod is second place because you know it's got this or it, it, that's just too. Personally, to that's why I think if, um, if... the player's choice is for for like yeah. ranking things, but uh, the editor's choice is more for just nominating things for like categories. I think works better, but. Well, with editor's choice, it's 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 not the people, you know, a massive load of votes. It's it's just a choice being made. I like the fact that there isn't a ranking system for that, but at the same time, I can see some of the mods wanting, you know, some constructive criticism why they didn't make, you know, it's almost the like choice. they want to be validated. They're like, please, we I mean, we <laughs> want to know which mods were better than. <laughs> You're all the think, same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The editor section is it's more about showing you all five of them, you know, or however many you choose, and it's not really about the winner. To me, in the in the uh, the editor's pick, it's it's showing all five, you know, just the fact that you guys nominate a mod right. uh, in today's game is big news. So exactly, all the you mods know, that I mean, are nominated should just be happy. Well, it, even you know, even though I wait for the winner in the pick, uh, it 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 really doesn't change the fact that those five mods are pretty incredible. Uh, I've I've not been unhappy with any of the choices so far for the nominees. So <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was uh, quite a grueling process trying to get those down, and it took us weeks. Like it was like uh, Ryan, I got to finish this list. Come on, man, give me the list. And I was like, no, I haven't decided. We we have to just, we have to work <laughs> on this. Like it was literally back and forth. Like when it came down to the down to actually making them i remember just before i started production on these videos ryan was like no we've got to change some of this stuff it doesn't make sense i was like okay <laughs> and it you know i was just about to release some of these videos too and we, so we renamed them and... it. it's not it's not something that we you know pulled a name out of the hat it was you know we we actually made arguments of why this one should win over another mod or you know 
and we finalize finalize categories and we go back and be like uh you know what maybe maybe that shouldn't win and and we kind of just went back and forth and in discussions so uh, did you guys have any big big clashes um i think best upcoming mod was the one we talked about the most Talk, talked about well yeah oh, I, I, upcoming mod was a very very tough decision i think personally um very very tough and there was a few on there that I wanted. There's a few mods that I wanted to get nominated but didn't get in. So yeah, because I mean, we we made it five just because. I mean, the more exclusive you make it, the more important it is. Yeah, that's that's you know that's what I think. And and uh, you know just choosing five really em- emphasize puts the emphasis on on those mods. Uh, just like Steve was saying earlier, it's you know it's all about the mods that are chosen, and. Uh, you can see that just looking at the popular mods list. Like, what's in the list right now? It's all the upcoming mods that were nominated. Yeah, so. except for well, GoldenEye yeah. Source. He's kind of stuck in there for some reason. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that brings up a good point um, that I wanted to uh, discuss was uh, MechWarrior Living Legends. Um, a lot of people, you know, for, for good reason, were like, oh, I wanted to see this up there. And, you know, I think the reason that it wasn't up there was its most recent media and... and, and push was in 2009 but it, it looks fantastic I, w- I would have liked to have seen i would have been happy seeing that one up there too that's right yeah i said as i said in the comments like anything like like petrograd was just a coincidence because we you know we, we finalized these decisions before that they made that media release that was just that was recent i mean if we're going to use footage from the mod we're going to use the latest footage because you, you know we want the mods to put their best foot forward in the awards but all of our decisions personally are made on content that was released in 2008 or mm-hmm. posted in 2008. Right, and their their last 2008 one. I mean, I know they posted like January 1st, which is kind of sad, right? Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, back in July was the, the one mo- uh, more uh, previous, so. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was, there was a few indie games that were, uh, you know, it's, I guess we'll, we'll have posted the, the indie results by the time we... You talk about you sure? You sure? Yeah, because I can but, um, turn around pretty quick. I'm not gonna say the winner, just in case. But okay. you know, there was some indie games that we wanted to include on the list, but we're just like, ah, oh, you know, they they were posted like uh, in January of 2009. It's like, so we can't include them at all. So uh, you know, there's always next year, and and, uh, and I think the indie category is one area that's growing, and, and more indie games are finding out about ModDB. So there's gonna be uh, Richard Choice to uh, choose from next year, but uh, so you know it's 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 more fiercer competition that's going to mm-hmm. happen in the indie categories. I think um, 2009 indie year. Yeah, indie. I, my prediction for 2009 is going to be indie year and you know crisis three and crisis months. Crisis is going to blow think, up this yeah, year. Yeah, they'll be they'll be coming to uh, maturation and releasing and stuff like that. So move away from uh, Half Life Two mods and. No, this will yeah. always be half well, I mean, just continue growing, obviously. I mean, because, <laughs> you know, Crisis and uh, UT3 have had time to kind of get their, you know, their work together. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's comments that, you know, oh, uh, ModDB is so Half-Life 2 biased. But when you look at the winners and the nominations, like, really, there's a good mix in there, I think. There is a very good mix, and there's not a lot of choice as well. So when people say shooters. It's like okay, it's I can understand like the 
the the uh, influence uh, of like shooter based platforms like Half-Life 2 and whatnot. But when you're making a mod that's not a shooter on a shooter platform, I mean, I think that's just you know more power to you for doing that because right. you're doing something that's original. Mm-hmm. Um, what bothers so, me is I, the people I that just assume they should win because it's not a shooter or because it's not a Half-Life yeah. 2 mod. You know, stop stop assuming that you're you're better for it. You know, I mean, it, it makes something better, and then you'll win. Right. <laughs> Not to be you know too blunt about it, it's just like stop assuming just because you're different, you're better. Yeah, sometimes you, just because you're different, it's just more challenging. But if you do get to that point, you get recognized more for it. But oh, exactly. At the start, I mean, it's definitely harder. Mm-hmm. Like the first first bit of uh, Age of Chivalry was pretty dark times, you know. I can imagine. Uh, melee combat's not ever really done really well, and I think Asia Chivalry did a really good job of that. I mean, I, I definitely take a lot of satisfaction could somebody set off. You know what? I'm going to say this right now, Steve. Um, one of the one the the real reason I we nominated a or the real reason I personally nominated Asia Chivalry in the best Uh-oh. art direction for total conversion. You know. There's there's something to be said about getting into a game, it's starting off really dark and moody, and then all of a sudden, the sun rises, and you shoot someone in the face with an arrow. There is something to be said about something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> good on you, Steve. I mean, Steve's way of explaining he likes them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, okay, there's this one map for in particular, and um, it, I don't know what it's called, Steve. You might be able to help me out here, but it's a little little battle zone with a bridge and a little tiny creek. Going underneath battleground it. is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, it's actually the map right. is battleground. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. that one there, personally, like it's it starts off really dark and moody, but um, the the lights, the uh, sun actually I rises think actually and sets. Dark and stuff. forest. Now I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, dark forest battleground's the one with with the castle. Battlegrounds wall. is the full open one. Oh yeah, this yeah. is a smaller one. Yeah. Um, there's just that map. Like I didn't notice it for a long time I must have been really stupid or something but um, when you shoot when you're when you're fighting in that arena and then all of a sudden things get lighter and like it's it's like not so moody anymore it's just I don't know this, there's something really great to be said about that and I don't think it's using like you know correct me if I'm wrong here but you're not using like dynamic shadows or anything like that where like the light from the sun changes where the shadows cast but you still feel like you're in a completely different arena when when the you know the mood of the whole stage changes because of the sunlight so and i think that's that's really really cool and you did a good did a good job with that yeah <laughs> ask us you yeah <laughs> No, yeah, no, like bro. Dave's nose is brown enough yet. Maybe Dave's just yeah. jealous because he didn't get to play the internal dev build like I did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not made of uh, bandwidth, Ryan. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So just so you know, this uh, <laughs> these uh, mod of the years has been very uh, harming to my oh, wallet imagine. because I have to download so much shit. And <laughs> you know, and unlike you Americans, we have to pay for our bandwidth. So, but don't you have like a cap as well? Like, yeah. So when I go over the cap, I have to pay like what is it, ten bucks for an extra ten gigs? You know. So you guys suck. That's all I'm gonna say. You suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. 
they're, they're, they're so, just nodding yeah, in I agreement. That, I guess <laughs> if, if anyone missed it, I explained about you know RPG mods and RTS mods. We did nominate a few. But if you're just joining have, us now, no. <laughs> but we don't have explicit awards for those categories, and uh, it's something you know that will eventually expand. And as we grow, we will cover those categories. Actually, we got you know a few things going on behind the scenes to kind of better. Uh, focus those areas of the site and and kind of expand and, and grow in those areas but at the same time you know we decided early on that you know we, we want to um you know uh focus on quality rather than quantity and so that's what we did not saying rts mods aren't quality it's just not you know yeah well no there, there are quality rts mods right but at the same time there's a lot of know, them are just faceless so yeah that, that's well, right. You a see, that, that's a question I had, you know, about RTS mods and such. Is I was hoping to discuss as well was, you know, so far and and no offense to the teams that have made them, but all I've seen is remakes of like Red Alert and Tiberian, uh, you know, the Tiberian series. And well, Command it's kind of like the zombies in Half Life Two. You know, people like that stuff. Yeah, nice so. try, Dave. Nice try. But um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my point being is, is, is uh, I'm curious, are there any uh, original uh, RTSs out there? Because I am a huge fan of uh, the genre, and I would like to learn more about what's being worked on. Uh, not, not to say that I'm not a huge fan of Bread Alert. I, I love it. I, I'm definitely playing those mods. It's just I'm curious to find out more about what is being made. And it's not so much that I need an original content. It's just something that, you know, I, I get excited about for sure. Right. Well, I mean, in, in terms of RTS mods, I guess I will just launch into a little mini spotlight here. But there's there's always like a CNC Shockwave, which adds new units. That's kind of like uh, just adding on to the CNC universe. But uh, in terms of some stuff that's like totally original, uh, there's Cold War Crisis. There's Europe in Ruins, which we already gave a nomination to. Rise of the Reds. Rise of the Reds, again, is an extension of the CNC kind of universe, but kind of, like, consistent. It's it's unique in that it extends the the uh, kind of red alert feel, like, of just, like, crazy whacked-out weapons. There's the Forgotten. That's in development right now. There is Midi's Crisis 2. How can I forget Midi's Crisis 2? I actually saw that demoed at the CNC Community Summit, and uh, in last June, and you know he's got actually uh, developer behind that Smurf biscuit. He's actually got you know some pretty neat ideas about uh, different ways to implement uh, resource resources and and resource gathering. So um, you know mods like that that really change up resource gathering are are interesting because they you know you play the game in entirely different ways more than just new units and uh, you know a few new abilities. Well, yeah, I mean, again, to repeat, you know, I have nothing against uh, the the Red Alert, the CNC mods at all. Great, great job. But, you know, I'm actually interested in uh, working on RTS next. It's something I'm seriously thinking of doing. So, yeah. Cool. What theme? Um, I've got a couple themes. See, I'm a huge sci-fi fan and uh, kind of hoping... Stargate versus Star Wars versus Star Trek. Oh, and that's yeah. another thing. It's, it, it, would, it would be it would be an original uh, theme. So hopefully original theme. But everything's been done to death, so it's hard to be original these days. Remember that people keep complaining about original content. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to do something original with, uh, you know, I've got I've got the talent to back me up, which is great. You know, it's it's nice having friends like that. You know, like Kilimo would love to put them in, do uh, the voiceovers and such. But at the same time, you know, a lot of things that I try to avoid is doing what's already been done, which is hard to do, extremely hard to yeah. do. So yeah. You know what though, in the modding world, it'll always pay to be creative. I think. Just because you have to do what the professional industry isn't doing, and that's really what we're here for. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's all about breaking away from the mold and kind of experience, uh, exploring those different areas and kind of experimenting with that stuff. But at the same time, you know, the modding world is kind of shaping the industry as well, which I think is kind of funny if if you pay which attention. Which is, there is, is all the more stuff. important um, why why mods should kind of, you know, strive to be more original and explore uh, okay. Areas, or you know, different ways of gameplay that that haven't been tried yet. Industries turning into Hollywood, so <laughs> you know this we're, is we're like Sundance. the indie scene. <laughs> we're Sundance. It's like guerrilla yeah. film, filmmaking. But uh, yeah, so so that's it on RPG uh, mods. Like, I mean, there's there's like a ton of mods I would like to be listed on the site, but it's just you know, I mean. With, with the content that we're backed up with, uh, it's just not possible for us to reach out those to those communities. You know, stuff like Neverwinter Nights, they have, like, a ton of modules and, and a big community. Um, you know, if, if any of you guys listening out there, you know, if you're in other communities and stuff, and you see a mod that's not listed on ModDB, you know, you should tell them about ModDB and just let them know. And it's not about, it's not about driving traffic to the site, but it's, but like, just by... You know, putting everything in one place, everybody else will come and 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 ModDB right now is one of the best places to expose your mod, and that's what we're trying to build the site to be, so that you know you come to one place and you get a vast amount of exposure. Uh, you have industry professionals that take notice of the site, and you know if something's like featured, then uh, you know they get that much more exposure, and and uh, who knows could who could come across it. I mean, we've had a. a whole bunch of success stories and and uh you know a lot of other sites do watch ours and and uh you know if something interesting comes up they'll they'll end up covering it and the the news just you know syndicates from there so it, and the it's a good way of just what's that yeah the community is hungry for it the modb community yeah exactly Pretty, and yeah. you know it's it's all about just kind of getting the word out there and i think you know ModDB has been a good way. I mean, you upload your downloads and they get, you know, mirrored on two other sites. So it's a really, we're making, trying to make it a really convenient way of, of kind of, you know, issuing a press release and having it, um, having the news get out to not just our site, but as many places as possible. And so, you know, the more eyeballs we get, the, the more variety of mods that we get, then the bigger audience we get. And, and you know, people who just come for shooters may get turned on to you know an RTS mod or an RPG mod, or vice versa. Um, so yeah, I mean, just for if you know of a kick-ass mod that's not on ModDB yet, you know they could surely benefit by just making a profile and uploading some media. It's as, it's as easy as that. I just want to talk about one other specific mod and how people people are complaining about why it wasn't an upcoming mod. People are complaining about Black Mesa not being an upcoming mod. As an editor, I don't know why people want to see it in there. Everybody, one, 
everybody knows about it. Okay. Right. So, I mean, as far as exposure goes, I think it's pretty much covered Set. there. Two, I'm not excited about it because it's been an upcoming for how many years now? Three, four. Three, four. Yeah, we've kind of, they, they the thing they is, we've kind of gotten over it, so, you know, um, we, this, again, this is the editor's choice. It's not like, you know, the, the mods we think will be the most popular. It's the mods we think will be the, you know, the best out of each category. And, uh, I don't know, this, this, they've just been working on Black Mesa Source for so long now. And it's kind of like, well, show us something new. You know, that's not a trailer. Give us some, give us some, uh, reason why we should keep following you guys. I mean, like G-Man's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, well, no, I mean, they did that trailer with monkey junkie and, and that's cool, that's but, yeah. um, you know, it's very well put together and it's good for building hype and all of that. But where's the honest to goodness in game, you know, uh, you know, show us, show us a, like a, a memorable segment from half-life one. Just being played, not not you know going through a demo smoother or anything. I just being played, recorded in fraps. Like this is what the game looks like. This is what you can expect. Here is a taste. Not some well, you, overglitched not trailer scenes, like that. Like little scenes all pieced together. Not just like yeah, little scenes packed together and stuff like that. You know that I think is is more important than anything else in terms of um, in terms of showing you know your progress in development. And that's what. You know, we see from a lot of these other mods uh, that we listed in Best Upcoming, and that's well, why I mean, Curse One. I mean, it showed it showed a lot of just honest to goodness play footage and, and what you can expect. It's all in engine; it hasn't been tampered with in any way. Well, uh, not only that, but you guys made it pretty clear that this year it's about you know the the, the games that are showing off their their work, and and again, as upcoming mod, people want to see a mod that's coming out, say like two thousand. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah that, that's another point. You know, you want to nominate mods that that will come out in two thousand nine. So it's like you look at these mods and you're like, okay, this is what I can look forward to for the next year. Not like, oh, you know, some people were asking about uh, you know various UT three mods. Um, this is another point I'll get into, but but uh, you know, some of these mods are still very early on in development, and some of them. Um, the other point I want to get into is some of them have released in some form. So that's another question. It's like a, a, a fine line. If from our point of view on the staff, we just have to simplify it because everyone has their own like naming conventions. Oh, this is an alpha. This is in beta. This is like a player, you know, supporter only test build. This is, if you've released something, it's released. If you haven't released anything, then damn it's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, some of those mods like angels fall first, which you, Angels Fall First looks great, but you know they've already released uh, uh, a release in some form, so they would count as a released mod. Right. You know, and you got you got mods like Jailbreak, which are still calling themselves a beta. You know, it's it's when technically it's released. So, you know. Well, the idea of uh, the the release beta is. Uh, that you're, you're you're releasing a version of your game that is not yet complete. You're not there. You're not right. at the end. And yeah, uh, but like everybody has like different naming conventions. It's like right. this is beta three point one, and this is beta zero point five six. You know, so it's <laughs> it gets confusing when you from mod to mod. It's not it, consistent. Yeah, based on that logic, like what kind of mods would still would actually not be in the beta stage still? Because any active yeah. mod is still being worked on. You know, so. 
Oh no, Dystopia is definitely a really, you know a completed mod. I mean, uh, I, I think they've really done what they wanted to do with it. I, I don't see them going further other than you know really polishing it up and uh, making it more user friendly. Uh, another one, you know, it's like Asia Chivalry. Uh, are, do you guys have any big plans to change? Do you have like this list left to to complete? I mean, I don't mean like update little patches and updates and stuff. I mean, I guess if you look at uh, Zombie Panic, we we stopped being beta once we completed. Uh, I think some of the most vital features in the game, but we still have yeah, you know our- the the design doc. And you know you've got you've got people that have like some serious stuff that they really want to put in that isn't done yet, and and for them this is like you know rather than waiting around we have a game that you can enjoy so here you know but we're not done yet, and you know yeah. this is not the game that we want people you know to think that, that that's that's what it's going to be for the rest of the year or f- from then on, and not just weapon up you know patches and you know things like that. Yeah, I think Age of Chivalry uh, still has a lot of work um, to do, just in terms of all the ideas the team has had. We still have a ton of stuff that we want to get done. We have uh, pretty high ambitions there, so I don't see us <laughs> stopping anytime soon. Um, nice. But at the same time, we don't consider ourselves a beta because, you know, when we released 1.0, we said, you know, anything after this is just a bonus. We don't promise anything. And right, that was right. to take off the pressure from the developers, so... Of course, which is you know a smart way to go about it. But cool. yeah, same so, for yeah. Sorry, Patrick, so exactly. Yeah, but the, the, I was just saying that just to you know let people know the logic behind uh, staffs, and and that's just to make it easier for us as well. Instead of uh, you know arguing behind the semantics behind you know what version number was. Version the numbers official. are fun. <laughs> version <laughs> numbers are fun. This is one point zero one point one two six. You know, it's like. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit nuts, and you know, we we decided ourselves when we were doing uh, version numbers. Okay, we're not adding anything after one. You know, like we're gonna go be one point one or one point two, and even then we kind of failed and did one point five one. Like, please, no more of those. But it was like a really <laughs> minor patch, like a really minor patch to fix some minor stuff, and didn't want to confuse people too much or get them, you know, excited. But. Uh, Wow, that was that was a, an excellent section, and we, I think we did get a lot uh, a lot of stuff out of the way for you know what people think about uh, what really happened with the editor's choice. But now we can get on to my favorite segment, <laughs> the what you've been playing, and this time we actually have a jingle made by what's his name, Ryan? What's his name? Oh it? man. It- uh- Guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, someone actually sent in a jingle, and yep. uh, we're going to play it. And you forget his name. And you and don't know his, his name. name is, is Tom something. Tom something. <laughs> but it was an awesome last name, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> no, it was like an initial. It was like an initial. Yeah. Tom J. Tom J. Hey, Tom J. Thanks. Thanks for this, man. Okay. Right after now, you'll be hearing it. There, 
what do you think of that? That was pretty cool, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, these yeah. guys didn't hear it. Um, that's, Sharon's that's the only one that's heard it. <laughs> <laughs> that flowed. Uh, but, I don't uh, get to comment. No, you don't. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna have to oh. listen to the recording. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> no one listens to the recording anyway. Yeah, I mean, no one does. It's it's a podcast that no one listens to. So the what you've been playing section, I guess, Brian. We should start off with with your 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 comeback for the last time you're come on the mic. What do you mean comeback? Well, yeah. last time you're on here, you 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 publicly stated that you hate katanas oh, and you hate no. everything that happens to be, you know, happens to have a katana, which includes a nameless monwa and you. And uh, it. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Back off. You know, right, in, you put me on the spot, and you knew I was going to do what I did. So, <laughs> so, so we're going to give you a chance to uh, to have another go. You know, now that you've I've never thought seen about someone it. just ripped apart so bad for a single rant. Yeah. So, so we're going to give you a chance to come back. Uh, you know, the well, funny thing now about that, you've that played was dystopia a bit more. I expected so. a lot more flack than I got. I yeah. expected a lot more. People were really fucking nice about that, and I appreciate everybody who didn't screw with me. All right. I'm anyway, so some all that, but. yeah, I know. Eh. <laughs> um, so I, I went and uh, installed the latest build of Dystopia. You know, I felt that it was a bit unfair um, how I I went about. Just, Hell you know, yeah, discuss. it was. Screw <laughs> off, Dave. It was your fault. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I had no intentions of even discussing it, and then no. all of a sudden, Dave's like, "Oh, it's your turn. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, go, 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 go." And I'm like, "What? What? What? What?" what? And so you could have just said, "I haven't played it." Well, I have played it, you know, and and and, and I did have an issue with the katana, but you know, and, and <laughs> in all fairness, that reason probably being my fucking ping more than the actual katana. All right, all right, let, let him speak. Let him. Let him. Yeah, do let me. Let me, let, let me go ahead and do my thing. All right, so. Uh, after being put on the spot, I, I, I went on a bit of a rant about the katana and my prejudice with the katana, which has grown over the last 12 years in modding since it's one of the top requests by the community. I mean, the same for uh, – it's one of the reasons why I'm kind of prejudiced of chainsaws, lightsabers, and shurikens. It's – a lot of people request this in, in any all game. All ninja weapons, by the way. I, yeah, all ninja weapons. And it's, it's – you know – What kind it, of ninja it, uses a chainsaw? The coolest ninja ever. <laughs> Only How could you possibly sneak up on someone with a chainsaw? Nunchuck chainsaws. It's like, but <laughs> even if you, even if you have a loud sound, I think um, running with the chainsaw and stabbing someone before they like they they'll hear it. They go, "What's that?" You know, they'll be dead. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, ninja with a chainsaw works. Sure, they'll be dead. But yeah, that that that's you know I do have somewhat of a prejudice of sword uh, katanas, you know, ninja weapons. I'll say not so much swords, more just ninja weapons. And because uh, I I think fucking claymores are awesome. Um, just, just get on with it, Ryan. Just, now just... At, the, at the same time, you know, I can't think of a better melee weapon for dystopia. Like you know, a crowbar wouldn't fit. A baseball bat wouldn't fit. A keyboard. Uh, <laughs> the key, there you go, a keyboard that makes so much more sense, you know. You know I, my deck, my 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 hacker deck, cyber deck, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and and they make they do make good use of it, you know. Uh, of course, it's frustrating with my Japanese ping because everybody knows I don't like the katana, so I went in, and they're like, "Oh, it's that dude," and so everybody really out the you serious. Katana. You no, serious? I mean, not, no, no, I just, I, I think, you know, I'm a little paranoid, and that's why everybody was doing it. <laughs> I just kept seeing it happen. 
Because like, he'd have one guy at the other side of the fucking map, like at far end of the map, and he just looks at me, pulls out his sword, and then starts running. I'm like, bam, 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 bam. And I can't hit him because, you know, my Japanese ping is like all over the place. And and I'm like, oh, crap. And he gets right up on me and starts, nye, 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 nye. <laughs> And so, I mean, I died so many fucking times with the thing, and I got to hate you ever. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, and, and I hated myself for doing this, but uh, there was this one time where it was me versus three. And uh, it was a uh, – of course, I don't know. It was, it was just a bad situation. But I ran in, shot two with the gun, pulled out my sword and just, you know, chased him down, killed him with the sword. And then I felt guilty because I really liked that kill. felt really good about that kill. And – you know, props. You to felt just guilty if you're enough. using the katana, like yeah, you're, like you're yeah. cheating well, on your uh, like, previous like, statement. Like, <laughs> I'm such a hypocrite, you know. I just love this thing right now. <laughs> That's like someone and, who and, preaches against abortion their whole life and then gets one. Has, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Stop ganging up on me. I don't like his chivalry anymore. But um, <laughs> oh, and and you know, I, I I try. You know, I did speak with your old cake. Uh, I, I was kind of. You know, drugged at the time, trying to get over this. No excuses. No excuses. But you know, I spoke to Urinal Cake, and uh, he pointed out, you know, uh, in in the modcast or the podcast seventeen, right? Yeah, podcast seventeen. Right. Uh, the you know there was a novel, you know, that I assume was uh, part of the influence for having the 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 sword, um, Snow Crash, where the lead character is, uh, you know, half black, half Korean. Uh, swordsman slash hacker slash special agent slash former mafia pizza Holy boy. Holy crap, which, man! He I, is I know, one right? hell of a it's guy. Crazy, dude. He, he he can do a lot of things. Uh, and, that was kind of and, disturbing the way you said that. Just just future night. <laughs> anyway, go on. Dave. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> you know, and 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 you. Know, I think that the description of the character is completely ridiculous, but at the same time, a trusted you know a friend and colleague, uh, Grave, the founder and lead develop uh, lead programmer for Neo Tokyo, uh, you know he 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 backs it up. He's like this this story is really good. It's all in context and such, and and now I am definitely going to be picking up Snow Crash and uh, uh, the Tom uh, Cryptonomicon by Neil Stevenson. So uh, thank you, Euro Kick. I will check it out and. Uh, as for the game, I you know I did I did enjoy some rounds and some rounds I didn't. One problem I really had with uh, Dystopia was um, I'd get lost a lot. A, a lot of the areas were hard to you know navigate. Um, I remember I can't remember the name of the map, but I'd be going down this hallway and then it would just go black and I'm like what's what's going on? And if you went further down into the blackness, you would see a light at you know further in and be like oh, okay. It's just <laughs> well, a, so a Ryan dark- syndrome then the same problem Ryan had with that map obviously. Well, I mean, I think that Not I think a syndrome. It's just playing, it's, man. Yeah, I had lack of a better things word. Things that I think they could have done to improve it, you know. And and then this is just as being constructive, you know. I'm trying to be more than I hate katanas, but uh, you know, maybe light up areas that you 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 navigate and darken up areas that you don't, you know. Uh, this might work for people because I know I kept going backwards a lot and then going, oh right, I have a map, and you know. Get lost less, uh, you know, color up some areas so that you say, I'm in the red hallway or something like that. Yeah, I think that maps could use a little bit more, uh, give give the players some hints, especially for new players. Because uh, I'd also like to point out that, you know, without the help of these two uh, uh, dystopian veterans, uh, I probably would have had a, 
a less enjoyable experience. Johnny Walker Black and Fergo Frog. Uh, Johnny Walker, you know, uh, held my hand, showed me the maps, you know, told me what I need to do, things like that. And uh, Fergo Frog, you know, was uh, backing me up in uh, in hacking. So I mean, I, I learned a lot from him as well. Um, the tutorial uh, was really, you know, I really liked the tutorial, especially the the voice actor. It was really well done, but I. I the tutorial was very vague in a lot of areas, and, and, and it didn't go into any detail. Like, for example, when you're, when you're hacking, uh, there's like this little mini-game. Uh, when you go up to uh, uh, a terminal or whatnot, and you, you do an encryption, or you, you try to break an encryption, uh, it pops up with uh, these buttons you can press. And, and each process that's running, like it'll be like, I don't remember the names, but a process will run and then it'll say done. And it'll run the next process. And you would basically try to click the process before it finished and it would force it to finish quicker. And if you made a mistake, it delayed it. So, I mean, I, it never, nobody explained that to me. I had no idea what was going on. I mean, I guess you could figure well, it out. Well, they didn't explain maybe. any hacking in the tutorial. Right. But, right. Uh, yeah, they said that wasn't finished. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the ways where they can, uh, you know, Improve, lighten the load, lighten the uh, learning curve. Right. I mean, the actually, talk- yeah, I actually played. I played Dystopia today for the first time. I'd never played it before, and I jumped in, and I didn't even know there was hacking. Like I knew, I saw the implants for hacking. I'm like, I don't want that. I want you know this healing thing. So I actually right. went in there, and I just used guns, and I still I was able to have fun. I understood it. You know, I didn't really help the team in the hacking, but I was defending the areas and stuff. So I, I had enough fun, and I think if I played more, I would look into the hacking thing. So there is the the step for beginners there as well, I think. Well, as a you side know, note, actually, I uh, uh-huh. I used the katana, and it was, I, it was just absolutely awful, which surprised me because I'm used to melee, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't okay. feel anything. A little biased there, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, that, that the weapon was bad. Just that I was bad with it. I was just poking fun. But um, yeah, yeah. For for new players, you know, uh, uh, if if you play Dystopia, um, I, I guess it could go either way because I hear it from both sides. Uh, if if you're having trouble with the game, you're not getting it, you're not catching on. Um, you know, try to ask for help because you know, like I said, I ran into Johnny Walker Black and Fergo Frog. And I had only been playing for a short time. So they, they were very helpful. Try to push through. Try to play the game. It may be for you. It may not be for you. At the end of the day, after I played uh, over the weekend, my opinion of Dystopia you know, is definitely better. But it is not a, a game for me. You know, for me, personally. But for others, you know, you know, play it. Play it over the weekend. Don't just jump in for like 10 minutes and jump out and go, oh, this game's crap. You know... Give it a chance, and and you might you know feel differently. So I think I think they just need to you know going forward either you know it might be a, a bit of a lost cause to like kind of make some of the older maps a little bit more player friendly, but uh, going forward making new maps if they're planning on you know making new areas is you know kind of uh, structure them with the complicated objectives in mind and and just pay more attention into uh, guiding the player. And because uh, like cybernetic, the one where you have to escort the hostage at the end, uh, I think was really well structured out um, right. because they had those elevators where you could go to this next section and basically close uh, off the know, rest. That, 
yeah, it closes off the rest, which is you know a really good mechanic there, um, or level design right. thing. <laughs> well, I mean, but like, uh, yeah, we were talking earlier that natural selection had a similar problem, and what they had done, you know, I mean, they 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 really focused on the lighting, the texture work, and uh, you know, kind of give more direction. And uh, it, it's nice to have. Uh, oh, what's the word? Ah. Oh. Japan, it's killing my English. Um, like in, in NS, you'd be like, oh, I'm in the kitchen. You know, it's got tables and food and shit. You know, it's the kitchen. And in uh, Dystopia, it's like I'm in a room with ramps and stuff. And then and, and most rooms have a lot of ramps. So it's, it's, it's not really easy to say which room you're in, which is kind of uh, – would be nice to see, you know, more. Landmarks. Things. There you go. Landmarks. Thank you. Ah, oh. <laughs> landmarks would be nice, or you know, just okay. color code landmarks. or something. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. But I think we should stop talking about dystopia. Enough dystopia. Enough dystopia, dystopia. has received. They've no, seen, no, I think they've received enough constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Last them till like next release. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they need to do now. Or what? Now you know you what they should do. No, <laughs> get on it. All right, uh, Goldeneye Source. I played it. Ryan's played it. Uh, the only thing I just want to touch on it quickly because I'm sure everyone knows that uh, a lot of the problems that I'm having with uh, Goldeneye Source is the servers. The servers are shit. They make some really stupid gameplay decisions, and you know it. You wouldn't really have that problem on the 64 version, mainly because, you know, you pick the you pick the the game types. That I'm talking like you know, for example, uh, paintball with license to kill and automatic weapons on random, like random. So the golden gun pops up every once in a while. Yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah, it's annoying. I don't know. Like when I jumped in to Golden Eye Source, when I finally got on a good server, I was having fun, and it felt like you know old school Golden Eye. But at the same time, you know, if if none of those servers that I want to play on are populated, then you're kind of shit out of luck, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna jump into this server, which is kind of a bit of a clusterfuck. But uh, you so know, does that divide I, I, the community in a way? In terms uh, of what I they like, I think it does. Play? I don't know if it's just because small, they have right? it, they have achievements in GoldenEye Source. So I don't know if it's just like you know servers that are running license to kill, so they can rack up all the kill achievements really fast. Uh, oh. That's probably what it is. But, I mean, the whole point of GoldenEye is, like, you know, I want to play the game how I used to play. No auto-aim, no sights, just, you know. You used to play with no sights? No That's radar. Crazy. Yeah, no sight, man. Hardcore. Hardcore. It was Club way more fun that way. terrible without the sight. <laughs> it took but, skill, man. <laughs> no, you just but, run so, up to the person and hold down the fire button. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's how you kill people with the club. Without the scope, um, but oh, I, I think like uh, worst worst you know weapon. you know you know what really pisses me off too. Sometimes I know this is a bit of a nitpick, but I hate seeing more than one fucking Boris in the game. Like ugh, the whole at one point, the, the, the whole, whole server, server was just Boris. It was like oh god, you know. I was thinking, oh, I'll play as Boris because you know I, I Maybe doubt they're anyone. all going for the Boris achievement. Is it a Boris achievement? Boy- Oh, I, I remember like, William I'm telling us, yeah. I like go for 
five kills or something without dying. But um, it's just, I don't know, yeah. I just think it's a bit silly. And, it's a good mod, yeah. but, you know, you need to find a good server to play it on. Don't play on any random servers, because right now, um, until they release the next update, the random server, sp- uh, random weapon po- spawns also include golden guns. So if, you know, someone has the golden gun, then everybody else is screwed. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter, because most of the servers aren't licensed to kill anyway, so... Yeah, that's true. But sometimes yep. they're not. And also, Radar, man. Server mass... Server... If you're running a server for Golden Ice Wars, take off Radar. Come on. Nobody plays with Radar anymore. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say about Golden Ice Wars. Do any of you guys, Steve or Brian, do you want to say anything about it? I haven't played it, so... There okay. you go. Excellent. I guess we'll just move on then. I will. I will play it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess since Steve and Ryan are here, let's hear about the new build of uh, AOC that isn't released to the public. Yeah, so the internal... Uh, I played some uh, Age of Chivalry, the internal uh, dev build, on their Swedish server with uh, you know bad ping. But it was still an enjoyable experience. I unfortunately didn't have access to the new achievements you guys are releasing, but those look pretty cool. Um, but for one thing, one thing I noticed was the uh, you guys mentioned the combat uh, was was modified. Um, a lot of the uh, the blocking is a lot faster, and uh, for you know all across the board for all weapons, which kind of made things more interesting in terms of combat. You see, you see a lot more uh, sword fights that are. Uh, you know, people that are more successful fending off two, three guys at once, and uh, I think it, I, th- I think it kind of spiced up the action a little bit more. I don't know if it's just because I was playing with devs who all knew what they were doing, but <laughs> oh no, the <laughs> for developers me, are actually awful. The beta testers are oh. good, but a lot of the developers are awful at the game. <laughs> just surprising. But yeah, well, they're gonna listen to this, and but they already know they're not that great. But <laughs> there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of hate. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but, uh, the pairing speed was sped up, and I think that's a huge part of what you're feeling is that you can just exchange blows at, at a much faster pace than okay. you've seen in the previous versions. Yeah, the new maps are interesting as well, especially that uh, that one with the dragon statue up top. The lighting that's in that so level is really whacked. Is it's almost like psychedelic. A good whack or a bad whack? A good whack. <laughs> <laughs> You baited him. You baited him, man. I know you did. <laughs> it's a good whack, baby. But no, no. I mean, like, I'm, I'm curious, honest. You know, sincerely curious. You know, is, 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 is do you mean good or bad? You know, because whack could go either way. Right? Well, it is a little different. And anytime you do anything different, you're gonna have people that don't like it and people that do like it. But if you're afraid to do something different, then no one's gonna Stop. like you. So. Stop making games. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Is there anything else we should know about the new build, Ren or Steve? Um, well, I'm just from my part. I I didn't play it too long. I played mm. what, maybe a couple hours. But yeah, I saw a few new maps, which which were you know pretty close to done, if not completely done. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what people can expect: achievements, new maps, and uh, better combat. Well, what's your favorite? Thing people will notice actually is the sound. I think that's the first thing you noticed. Actually, we have uh, just a ton of sound. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, the sound has been. 
just the impact sounds and everything. It's just you can actually hear arrows that whiz by your ears and everything now. I'm, I've been really impressed with our sound guy. Sweet. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Now, Steve, now uh, achievements. Is there a specific one that you like best? I'd, I'd definitely like to hear. Um, I like a couple. We don't have that many yet. We're just starting out. But right. uh, my, I like some of the achievements that are kind of like you get for for uh, I don't know why, but for doing things that aren't necessarily mean you're a good player. Like when you lose your head ten times, you'll get an achievement. So there are <laughs> achievements for everybody, but also there's achievements for you know the Is hardcore it, uh, players. As well. Let me guess the name of that achievement. Is it keep rolling, 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 rolling? <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. Dang. Limbiscuit. Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, Steve, just uh, one question I'm curious about. What do you think the size of the next release will be? Just out of curiosity. Size in terms of, like, file size? Update. Yeah, file size, yeah. yeah. I, I have no idea. Our trunk is just bloated with other stuff, so I, oh, okay. I have no idea at this time. Uh, large, okay. though. It is very large. Nice. Sweet. Now, did did you guys mention a date? I was coughing. Date. Uh, uh, an idea? When it's going to be uh, Yeah, it was supposed to release on Friday, right? But we've had some problems with the recent Steam update, which mm-hmm. actually managed to break oh. our achievements ah. and stats support because it broke right. the links and stuff. So at this point, honestly, we're day-to-day. It's kind of frustrating, but Valve's been really good to us, so it's hard to complain. Mm-hmm. Um I would say this week for sure, but other than that, like we're just day to day right now waiting for them. So, sweet, cool. All right. Um, now we, I have written here Eternal Silence that uh, Steve you wanted to talk about. I think it was. Eternal yeah, played. Right. Yeah, I'd been playing Eternal. Yeah, oh, was that played. you, Brian? Was it? No, no, no. I mean, I, I have played Eternal Silence, but I, I believe that was Steve that mentioned he played it. Yeah, I played it very briefly. Um, first mostly I found so. that I enjoyed the... Uh, yeah, first impression. I did enjoy the... Uh, when you're just a player. I, I, in the ships, I really didn't understand it, and I just kept dying to turrets and stuff. So I just I wasn't good at it, I guess. That's probably why I didn't enjoy that as much. Okay. I didn't feel like it was... I didn't feel like I was dogfighting, just more like I was flying around until I ran out of ammo and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. But at the but same no. time, you've got some people who are really good at it. So, I mean, like, yeah. same problem here with me. I'm a uh, big fan of Wing Commander, and uh, I didn't get that feel from it. But at the same time, people were tearing me apart. Like, So, obviously, there there is definitely skill involved. It's not just kind of floating about. I will tear you apart. <laughs> game. Good whack. Good whack. But, no, um... <laughs> No, do you guys know that you can cut your engines in space, right? And then just like flip around. Yeah, I did. I did manage to pull that off. So uh, the only problem is, is even so, I couldn't hit anything because of my ping. So I'm still waiting for a Japanese or really, really decent Australian server to pop up. There's a ton of decent Australian servers, man. All right, just, all right. Just four, no. four, four, so many playing in Japan. I think a really comes out of decent one for me. <laughs> Gosh. <sighs> All right, cool. I guess the last thing that I want to mention is Mountain Blade. Like, that surprised me, Mountain Blade. It really did. Um, I just got into playing it. Like, the first time I played it was for a very old uh, spotlight that I needed to get footage for, and 
I remember it because that footage sucked, and yeah. it was really, really sucky footage. And, and after that, I kind of had a bad feeling for Mountain Blade, and I recently got back into it, you know, to give it another go. And I sat down, and I was just like, "Wow, this feels awesome." <laughs> I've like, heard only good things about yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're riding riding through like a, a, a sea of like vikings or raiders whatever you want to call them and you're just like knocking them over with your sword and like your horse is like like completely armored up like smashing into people and stuff it's just awesome there's not much you can say about it i mean i i would have liked it if it was more like immersive like as in instead of just like doing the final fantasy like lower moving around um between big cities i would rather have it like uh you know, Oblivion style, where you are like riding around in the in the uh, universe, and well, well, yeah, and you have your army like following you everywhere. <laughs> your gigantic <laughs> army. Yeah, why not? I mean, well, it makes more sense. But you can also fast travel and stuff. But you know, whatever. I, I, I need somebody to gift me Mountain Blade. Anybody listening? Gift Tetsuro Mountain Blade. Do it now. I'm cheap. He'll give you a katana. I'll I'll, give, I'll, I'll model you a katana. <laughs> but uh it's definitely really awesome and i would uh personally i would rather like to see a game that's kind of more linear from these guys rather than just an open-ended stuff like with with more like battles that are kind of designed to make you feel like you're in a humongous battle and stuff that um you know, because there's 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 a few things that I find a bit frustrating with it. Like when you're in a horse battle with like an army that has mostly people on horseback, you're in front and they're chasing you, and then in order to kill them, you have to stop, turn around, and ride back at them. That they don't like try to outflank you; they just basically follow you around in a line. And you know, the, I, I personally think there was a few times when I got into like a massive battle and uh, they had like archers on top of a hill shooting down at me while like everyone was riding up the hill, which I thought was pretty sweet. They didn't actually like run in and try to shoot us. They kind of like stayed there, which is interesting. Um, I think if I play it f- longer, I think I'll get into more of these battles where they actually have like a commander rather than just like a ragtag bunch of random people attacking a village or something like that. So I think... You know, the more time I invest in it, I think there will probably be better outcomes. But, you know, I've only put about maybe nine hours into the game. And, you know, that's just mostly been trying to level myself up and get some good armor and whatnot. And, like, I don't know. I've waged war with one continent, but not much has come from that. But that's about it, you know. That's I, I don't understand, like, the direction I need to go. It kind of doesn't hold your hand, doesn't tell you anything. It's kind of open-ended. I like it, but it needs more... It needs a direction, I think. So more of a... d- does it have story? Does it, like... So it doesn't have a story that kind of, like... Well, you make your own story. You craft your own story. You kind of pick a side, then you go, right, I want to piss these guys off. Do you want to help me? And then you're just like, yeah, all right. And then you go piss them off by, like, killing some caravans or something like that. And then you start a war with them. And then you can go, like, start taking over land and stuff like that. And eventually, the idea is, eventually, you own everything. Right. Um, it's kind of like... It's a very sandbox-ish game. Like, yeah. you can just do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think it's very effective in kind of, like, you make you make your own story. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just kind of conquer the land. It almost feels like... <laughs> like 
I don't know, the same way like in like the earlier Grand Theft Autos where you just start taking out people and then I would say it feels more like the original like the Godfather game where it kinda goes, right, take over land, here's some dudes, go nuts. You know? And yeah, yeah, or like that. But like I mean, you know, you you're kinda paving your own path and you can decide uh you know, which villages you wanna attack. And it feels good to to grow your empire. I think now what about uh, re- replayability? I mean, like, uh, is this something you think play again after you, I guess, take over everything? I mean, would, would it feel second time? Dude, just the battles are, like, worth jumping into the game for. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the battles like, are totally awesome. That peace battles are awesome. I'm just curious if there's a, you know, is, if, if playing a second time, would it feel differently or play differently or would it be pretty much the same? Well, you're, you're always, okay, when you're not on a horse, you're kind of, like, you know, you get butt raped, but when you're on a horse, you don't. And that's pretty much the whole feeling throughout the entire game sort of thing. Unless the only time you get butt raped on a horse is when they, like, completely encircle you with, like, you know, four-man thick horse wall that you can't get through, and they're just, like, stabbing you. It's the only ever time that I've ever died on a horse, so... was <laughs> <laughs> just rushed, like, gung-ho right into an ar- opposing army. Well, that's how I play, man. I'm not going to sit back and try to shoot people with a bow and arrow. I'm going to run in there with my two-handed sword and on, on my armored horse and start lopping off heads, man. Don't mess around. <laughs> but then, then they just encase me because, like, what happens in the game if if you hit a rock with your horse or you hit a tree or you hit another horse, your horse will stop dead and, like, you know, kind of do a little buck for a while, and then uh, by the time you get to speed up again you're already surrounded by like a gazillion people and then they rape you and then they all scream at you when you die which is awesome can you can you leap over the rocks you can but like if you're turning around like with a shield or something blocking arrows and then you turn around there's a big tree in your way like (laughs) half the time you get stopped by a (laughs) (laughs) sorry are you guys aware of the uh... <laughs> you guys are aware of the expansion that's set to that? No, I had no idea. Oh, really? Nobody? Yeah, it's supposed to have uh, multiplayer and stuff. Ooh, oh, what? Up, really? Uh, that's yeah. gonna be badass. I'll put up oh a link right for you guys. Wow. Ryan, totally. Let's go. Let's go knock over a few. That's why I thought you guys man. were mentioning Mountain Blade. I was like, they're obviously gonna be talking about the the new uh, rumors, I guess, or well, not rumors. It's confirmed on the site, but. The links there for you guys to read up on. That is wow. cool. They say there's about to be at least 32 players online. You can <laughs> add bots. You can be commander and like commander bots and stuff like that. Nice. Dude, that'd cool. be totally bonkers. Nice. Oh, cool. There you go, multiplayer. Right there. Yeah. Maybe more than 32 yeah, players. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Uh, in this race in the summer, apparently. That's going to be awesome. Looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much covers the modcast, I think. Right. Unless you guys have anything else you want to add before we close up. Check out Age of Chivalry this week. <laughs> Later this week. <laughs> Age of Chivalry sometime this week. Woo! All right, cool. Thanks and, again. Uh, uh, thanks, modcast, yeah. Yeah. Thanks again to Steve and Brian for joining myself and Ryan this week. And Steve uh, at the Thanks to everyone for listening in. Brian, let me finish. Um, yeah, so 
tune in next Monday, I suppose, where we will be going over, you know, the releases, the news, and all that sort of stuff next week as well. Same time, same place, same website. See you later. Thanks.